Pam Paget and I have written a book on attending church published by Amazon in ebook and also later it will be in paperback. You can contact Amazon to see that book. This is chapter nine of that book. It's a story of Pam Paget when she was saved by God. It's a really miraculous story. She was attending the Catholic Church at the time this happened. And she tells one of the most charming stories that I've ever heard. One of her classmates was killed on a motorcycle. That's the first time Pam had ever been aware that anyone her age could die. She was terrified. So she turned to God to ask him to save her. But she didn't know which one to pray to. (laughs) She didn't know whether to pray to God, to Jesus, or the Holy Spirit. So she asked, will you please give this prayer to the right one? I've always laughed about that because it's so childlike and so honest. Well, I think you will enjoy hearing this story. Pam asked me to record it for her. Pam says, After my fifth year of elementary school, my family moved from Colorado to Oklahoma. There was no nearby Catholic school, so we attended public school. However, my parents still took us to Sunday Mass and to catechism classes each week, so the teachings of the Catholic Church continued to be reinforced in my life at that time. One such teaching is that the Catholic Church is the only true church and that it is a sin to leave the Catholic Church. We were also taught that lay people, non-clergy, should never read the Bible, for we could misunderstand it. They said that the priest and the nuns would teach us what we needed to know. Pam says, although I didn't refuse to go to church or catechism class, I had little interest in anything to do with God or religion. I was just waiting until I graduated from high school and left my parents' home, at which time I planned to live as wild as I could until I was about 30 years old which would be too old to care about having fun, I thought. Then I would settle down and do religious things. I had everything planned out, I thought. Then one day during the first week of my sophomore high school year, one of the boys in our class, Tommy, didn't show up for school. Before lunch, we learned that Tommy had been killed on a motorcycle on his way to school that morning. I was very shaken by this news. It had never occurred to me that someone my age could die, and I was terrified, knowing that if I had died that morning, there was no way I could go to heaven. 
but that I would go to hell. Somehow I knew very strongly that none of the things that I had been taught in the Catholic Church could save me. My only hope was God. So I wanted to pray and ask God if somehow he would help me. But then I realized that I didn't know who to address this prayer to. We had been taught in the Catholic Church that there is the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost, but which one should I pray to? This matter of asking God to somehow help me was so important that I wanted to make sure the right one received this prayer. So I began my prayer by saying, I know there is the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, but I don't know who to pray to, so please get this prayer to the right one. And then I asked if there was any way to save me from going to hell to please do so. I didn't know anything else to do. My fate was in God's hands. There was a bookmark inside the cover of a large Bible that was kept on the coffee table at our house. We didn't actually read this Bible. We just dusted it each week. My attention was drawn to that bookmark and the following scripture on it stood out to me. Matthew 11, verses 28 through 30. Jesus says, Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Pam says reading this was a comfort to me. After I had prayed asking God to help me, I found that I began to have a strong desire to read the Bible. Although I didn't have a Bible of my own, my younger sister had been given a small New Testament with Psalms and Proverbs, which she had put in a drawer and never used. I found that New Testament and would read from it with a flashlight at night. Although we had been taught in the Catholic Church that lay people should never read the Bible, I don't remember being afraid to read the Bible. However, I thought my parents would worry if they knew I was doing this. So I would read at night using a flashlight after everyone else was asleep. Over the next several months, I began to be aware of something that I could only describe as something of God was in me. I had no idea what this was, but I knew it was real. At all times, I was aware that God was with me, and I would talk with him at times during the day. And sometimes I was given information which I knew had to be from God. 
For example, one day, while waiting for class to begin, I was visiting with a few other girls in the class. One of the girls said, You'll never guess where I went yesterday afternoon. I was surprised that from within me, I knew where she had been, and I said, quote, you were at the cemetery at Tommy's grave, end quote. She said that was right and that I must have seen her there. I told her I had not seen her there, but she had gone on talking and didn't seem to hear what I said. What Pam had when she said that to this girl was a spiritual gift, word of knowledge. 1 Corinthians 12, verse 8. Pam says, I knew this was something I had no way of knowing and that this information had been given to me from God. Another example was during my senior year of high school. There was a high school basketball game one evening, but I wasn't able to go to it because my parents wanted to go visit my older sister, who was away in college. When we returned home, one of my mom's friends called to tell her that there had been a serious car accident involving two of the boys from our school who were going to the basketball game. That night, I was given a dream in which I was shown the two boys who had been in the accident and that one of them, Steve, had died. Like me, Steve was a senior in high school. The following morning, my mom came to my room to tell me who had died in the accident, but I told her, that I already knew that Steve had been killed. I knew that God had given me this information by that dream. In John chapter 16, verse 13, Jesus says, Howbeit when he, the Spirit of truth, is come, he will guide you into all truth, for he shall not speak of himself. But whatsoever he shall hear from God, that shall he speak, and he will show you things to come. When I started attending college the next year, I met a young woman who told me she was a Christian. Connie Joe and I became good friends, and we enjoyed talking about things of God. She gave me a full-size Bible for my birthday and I enjoyed reading it very much. One day while I was reading in 1 Corinthians, says Pam, I saw a scripture that explained exactly what I had described as something of God in me. 1 Corinthians three sixteen. Know ye not that ye are the temple of God, and that the Spirit of God dwelleth in you? Also, in 1 Corinthians 6, verses 19 and 20, we read, What? Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you, 
which ye have of God, and ye are not your own, for ye are bought with a price. Therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. Pam says, it is the Holy Spirit that is in me. Tomorrow we will continue with another chapter from our new book, Attending Church. Thank you for allowing me to share with you today.